The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I am Art. This is a Thursday edition. Brian will be, well, I think he'll be joining us for a On the Sunday. Sunday edition. So, uh, Hey, Warren, you were right. Um... Your your math was really good because I saw it said Happy New Year's, I think, on the last one. You're like, no, we're going to have another one first. And I'm like, I don't know about that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You know. So, this is coming out New Year's Eve. Yeah. This edition. So, yeah. Happy New Year's to all you. Happy hey, I have a question. New, it's Happy New Year, not Happy New Year's. Oh, you're right. Happy New Year. That's a yeah. say New Year's. Yeah. A lot of people say that. <laughs> Because it's uh, a New Year's like resolution, ingrained. I guess. Or, yeah. It's New it's Year's almost Eve. Like, yeah, yeah. It's almost That's like what I'm, it is. I'm wishing you like the the time you're going to celebrate. Like that is yeah. the, New Year's. the party. Is it, isn't it like, it doesn't it also seem like a lot of people, like it, it, like you see this everywhere. Like it's like just because the year is ending, like everything is going to be okay all of a sudden. Like it's, it's so, like, no. I like, know, dude. It's such <laughs> false optimism. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, here's my question. I know. My question is, do you think anyone will post something about like fucking 2020 sucked and I can't wait for 2021? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> do you oh, think stop, like dude. anybody will say just like 2021 or 2020 was the worst year? Huh? Is that anything? No one's going to post that, dude. Listen what? to this. My, I guess, great aunt. Was, uh, I always call her my aunt, but she's my great aunt. So she's like 80. Got me a t-shirt for Christmas. Um... <laughs> So cheesy, dude. And I can't even believe she's so like usually so with it and like artsy and, you know, uh, goes to plays and is uh, very learned. But she got me a shirt that is all black and it says 2020 would not recommend with one star on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty rad, dude. What that, the fuck that, am I gonna do with that? That sounds yeah. like she's with it and she knows about reviews and social media and all that stuff. So I'd say <laughs> okay. she's still. Hey, I did see one where I was like, man, that's pretty. That's pretty witty. Oh, you know? let's hear it. Let's uh, hear it. So it's the Back to the Future one. Uh huh. And it's like Michael, whatever you don't, whatever you do, don't go to twenty twenty. Yep. And it has the DeLorean in the yeah. In it the has shirt. the DeLorean. It's like yeah. yeah He's got yeah. the goggles on his forehead. He's like like up up yeah. up high. Yeah, yeah that's good, right? that's pretty good. But you although know it's good, like when you see it, but you would never buy that fucking shirt, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like you want to be seen in that. It's it's like, a good it's a good LQTMS, right? It's like a little <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's not even a cozy shirt, which is the other thing. It's not like a heel and toe apparel or a DWA rally no. shirt where you want to wear it over and over. It's more like a beefy tee. It's a crunchy shirt, dude. A black beefy tee. Black beefy tee, all like gets all gray and gross looking after you i'm just it. hot immediately like yeah. it's like wearing a little sweater uh yeah so i got that going for me which is pretty nice that's and you cool guys, dude are you gonna you wear it get, i don't think so I, yeah. I mean even ironically i just don't think i can pull it it's yeah. just so uh by the way is <laughs> that really is, is, is uh, warren i've noticed i'm not gonna say you say it often but it's it's said with some regularity the i got that going for me is that from caddyshack the, uh the yes. llama that would be well. Wait, when does okay? Wait, when does he say that? We so Bill Murray takes the Dalai Lama uh, yes. golfing. Well, he's a looper, so he's his caddy, and uh, he gets stiffed for a tip at the end. But Dalai Lama bestows him uh, everlasting happiness, or what? I don't. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but um, and he said, "But I got that going for yeah. me, which yeah. is nice." That's what. That's how he wraps it. Hey, Lama, how yeah. about some a little something for the effort? <laughs> Exactly. exactly. But then he says, "Yeah, that he, he uh, the llama, the llama responded that um, you know that he's is this in number one? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember yeah. this at all. 
He says that he's. Hmm. He, I think on That's his like dying the, bed or something, he'll you know, you'll he'll receive be in, total enlightenment, enlightenment or some gotcha. shit. And then he's like, "Yeah, so yeah. I got that going for me," <laughs> which is nice. Uh, all right, Thursday edition. Did you guys get any good presents? Any lame shirts? I shouldn't say lame. I shouldn't say lame. Wow. It's just not <laughs> something I can really get behind. It sounds like it's a good, like a good a PJ shirt, just around the house kind of thing. Did I mention beefy tea? Uh, okay, it sounds like a good shirt to work on your car in, team. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be it. Hey, what if that it's really it. cold, like a winter? Winter's day? Know, I'm, trying, I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah, working on yeah. your car, that's a good one. Yeah. I think it's a funny idea. I just, I don't know if I'm the guy for the shirt, but, you know, maybe I'll grow into it. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> no might, shirts. You, no you shirts might. for you guys? Might be a Cars and Coffee shirt, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Did you get any slippers, Lane, or anything? Uh, No slippers. I got this... Uh, I got a cool desk lamp that I'm oh, using right go. now. Perfect. It's pretty rad. You, has look, a, you look good. You look well lit. It has a wire. Mm. It has like a wireless charging thing on top of it. Uh, it has yeah, a little a slider so I can turn it up. Sweet. Uh. I can change. Uh, I can change the warmth of it. Wow! Nice. How did they pick that present for you? That's a pretty. Uh, I think that's pretty a good rad, gift. Right? Yeah. It was my wife. So she. My wife. Uh, that wasn't oh, Phoebe. Stole it? My wife. Because um, <laughs> I use this light box I have this to like give myself light in this room so oh, i see it was a, a much needed yeah addition. i i actually texted warren um mine i did not text lane because um i know that he wouldn't appreciate it because long ago he said that he does not like maple syrup he prefers the generic fake stuff yeah, because okay. he was force-fed the real stuff when he was a kid um yep. but my in-laws got me a set of artisanal maple syrups they came in this really nice box um i thought that was whiskey at first like it was like a really nice yeah. box yeah that's and, like uh, probably a thousand dollars dude probably, i don't know about that but it was it, they're pretty <laughs> pretty fancy there it was three different types i, I like that one of them was extra rare that was the actual like uh dude. whatever it's called are they where are they all from vermont where are they from no from canada Canadian. yeah right, canada okay. i actually don't remember what part of canada but they're somewhere up there um, Do you think this was a present that came from the, you know, at the end of a line at Ross, there's like a bunch oh, of shelves yeah, that forced like to go past. Totally oh, discounted. Yeah, like, dude. It might be like a Ferrero Rocher or whatever it is. Maybe yeah. a Toblerone. If About to expire or something. Into that. Well, all, yeah. And then there's the maple syrup three pack. Yeah. yeah. Dude, right. I bet you're right, Warren. But that means yeah, that it's made possible. the rounds, right? So that it went from it, what's the other went one? From Macy's, at, Macy's, Macy's to TJ Maxx, TJ Maxx. to Ross, uh, Home Marshalls, Goods. probably Home Marshalls Goods. Is Marshalls, Marshalls, Home Goods next Home, or Home Goods, yeah, Marshalls. Ross is the bottom of the barrel, right? Yeah, yeah. Ross is pretty. Or pretty is bad. Uh, no? Twice as nice, dude. Oh well, that's a thrift store, right? No, it's not. Oh, oh, you're right. You're I right. thought Twice. it was, dude. Because <laughs> Heidi will go there every once in a while, and I'm like, "Why are you going to get used food, dude? I don't want used food. <laughs> 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 or used whatever." And she's it's like, "It's actually, not used. It's all new stuff." No, no, it's pre-owned. Pre-owned. Oh, I think it's all, um, a lot of Costco big lots. stuff. Don't like say Costco rejects. Oh, big lots is big lots. There you go. Uh, nah, it, that's like, uh, yeah, big lots. Is I actually gnarly. just pulled up the picture that I sent. Wham! And it's from. Uh, it's Quebecois. It's from um, Montreal or from Quebec, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Uh, I don't know if it's That's from Montreal. Cool, I know it's Quebec. Then. Yeah. Uh, so we had uh, uh, on Christmas. We went to my mom's house, and uh, she's like, for the past few years, she makes this like um, French toast casserole, mm. and uh, she always That's has. That's what Sarah made. They always this have year. really good maple syrups, right? But she always makes sure to get that fucking Aunt Jemaine's. Or uh, or log cabin for a good old lane. There you go. You got a Buttersworth, <laughs> Mrs. Buttersworth, maybe. I mean, Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that's that's it too. That's someone, right? Yeah, yeah it is Miss Butterworth. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was tortured the same way as a kid with pure organic maple syrup. Um, and then I yeah. always, with all foods, those hamburger helper. I wanted that shit. I wanted uh, country crock butter. Eh. I always thought those commercials like when oh, I was a little kid. I wanted milk, dude, and I got goat milk. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the depression lane. What do you expect? I know, right? Um, it was all dusty. Um, I did get an uh, an automotive related gift. Uh, my mother in law. It was a stocking stuffer, but got me one of those universal sockets. Do you remember those that have all the pins? Oh like, yeah, yeah, for traveling. Actually, 
No, the, it, it's if you look at it uh, underneath, it looks like a big ass socket, but inside it has all these little pins, and so oh, it, yeah, like, so it oh, makes oh, oh. it just fits whatever size, yeah. right, right, right. And like it was like I remember the infomercials where like it, it would be like a like a wing nut or like anything, right? Like you could put it over anything. Yeah. So I haven't right. kind of rad. Yet. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was kind of stoked on it. Um, cool I don't thing know to it, keep like, in your glove box, dude. There you go. Yeah, just to get Never a know. good rally uh, little deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get to some questions, shall we? We have yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, Computinator says, "What's your favorite national racing color?" So you have your uh, British Ferrari racing red. greens. You have uh, French blue, German silver, Ferrari red, German silver. Yep. What's America yep. white? White. white yeah, blue? white. Yeah, I remember the Cunningham was the one that started the the white with the blue stripes, and then sh- and then Shelby mm-hmm. adopted Shelby that. Shelby took it over. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Yeah, French blue is nice though. It's like that really cool. Um, it's really know, nice. It's like uh, like that Bugattis have it, right? Like the early uh, yeah 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 Bugattis. That's a yeah, cool definitely. color. It's kind of like a Dalmatian, right? Is that Dalmatian mm-hmm. for Porsche? Or what's the Miata color? Mariner. Mariner blue. Oh yeah, the Mariner's like a little brighter. It is a little yeah. It's, I thought it's it's Mariner, is more it like because Dalmatians. Oh, do you more think purple. Mariner's a little closer to um, like Porsche, like to? Um, Mexico well, Porsche or has so many a little, blues. A little closer to Mexico. Yeah. Do you think of all Mexico. the colors, of all the shades of colors, Porsche has the most blues? Ooh. Good they question, might have huh? the most colors in general. Yeah. I think they're up there. I mean, kind of unlimited, but yeah, so many. Yeah. Mm. Well, anyways, Just think about um, other manufacturers. I don't, I don't, I can't think of many that, yeah, that had that many different colors, dude. Just changed them all the time. It's crazy. Is it just because we're exposed to it? People don't talk about fucking, you know, Honda colors as much as they're talking about Porsche colors. Yeah, I don't think they're as. I just think you can't do paint to sample either with a Honda. Or Mercedes Benz, for example. They did a shit ton of colors throughout the year, and you only hear about a few. Well, I mean, BMWs too, right? Like that, that is a thing. Like people talk about, and you could do PTS on those. Uh, It was called something else. But but, um, yeah, the um, yeah, um, JDM cars, yeah, they, they, there was definitely. There's discussion about the colors, but I don't think there is as much variety. Like, no way. No. Yeah, usually there would be like five colors for a mix. It'd have right? to be like a luxury oh. brand to offer enough colors to make it interesting. Yeah. But yeah. So, what do you guys think? Um, BRG is kind like of silver. a go-to, also though, right? It's like I was annoyed that he ma- named it. It's like let us say that. Don't don't. <laughs> Which one? BRG. BRG. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my favorite, but uh, I hate picking German silver. But God, those. Like SLRs of the fifties and stuff were so rad. The silver arrows, yeah, silver arrows. I think I'm gonna go with that. That's my that's my answer. It's funny, BRG. I don't know if I love BRG, but I like different Aston greens. You know, like a little lighter and stuff. Uh, so it's like kind of. I don't think it's my favorite. I, although I did love, I love a green car despite Warren's. Warren, I can see Warren like hit, hit, throwing something. I love out. green cars. Um. It's not Boston green. A good okay. thistle. Give me a thistle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Art. I yeah. I'm all in on the French blue. I, I really like that French color. Blue. All right. I'm going. I'm going yeah. Ferrari. Dude. I'm going red. Oh, Rosso. Rosso Corsa. Yeah. Lars Brunkhorst says hypothetically, there's going to be a DWA rally in the spring that I'm able to sign up for and participate in. What car do I buy in California? Rust free, baby. To take on the rally and then drive back home to Michigan. Ooh. By the way, he added the rust free baby. I was just reading it in the parentheses. I, I actually thought that. He says $15,000 budget. Doesn't need to be practical at all, although this is a far ride and something Brian spec. Yeah. So he's driving it back to Michigan. So ideally, he wants, yeah, uh, windows is what he's saying. Right. And not. S- Bones jarring suspension. Mm. Um, Fifteen thousand bucks. DWA rally. That's a lot of money, dude. It's a lot of money. I mean, I, like that's like beyond my price range. I don't even know what. To, I don't even know how to get there. Uh, well, perfect nine forty four. Yeah, but you're. I I, I want to think you're looking for something that like is hard to find on the East Coast, like that isn't rusted out. Or where you could like have yeah. some fun with it, and make some money in a year. Yeah, kind of that's a good point. Yeah, you guys rust so free. So I'm trying was a to thing. think of something. Yeah, yeah, cars that rust out like crazy. Yeah, you know that that are hard to come by. Maybe Ooh. a Japanese car. Yeah, get know. an EM1. Get a get a Civic Si. Yeah, 
99 to 2000 Civic Si. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. I would love to see it on the rally. rally. And get it out. Yeah, that would be a nice, comfortable car to drive across country. And um, it's, you know, if he hits weather, oh, he's probably not going to drive it in weather, but, you know, it's front wheel drive. So there's that. But um, that's so much money for an EM1. I mean, no, it's it's not. It's going to be like a collector. Well, it'll be like collector grade. So I'm saying then you're going to take it on rally and drive it to Michigan. No, not even. That's just like a nice car. Like, I mean, they're like, a collector grade car is probably what like 45 or 50 what did that one sell on on, on oh uh, that's like that was like the yeah, that's collector lowest, grade yeah like a th- thirty thousand mile I know, car but i see i do trust me i've been looking at these for a year straight like uh, no no i trust you yeah. i know the price of them too but I'm, what I'm, my point is you're going to be buying something that's so nice it's almost like you want something more worn in as a rally car well that's my answer yeah i'm curious to hear okay. what you guys have to say okay I was going to say, like, the nicest 6 Series BMW you could buy. Like an E24? You know, six, 635 CSI, yeah. That's Something nice. like that. Yeah. Um, Not the best Russ rally isn't car. A- What's that? Not the best rally car, though. Yeah, I think if it was uh, tuned just a little bit. I know, but you're buying performance a car, upgrades. so you kind of have to, like... I know. Out of the box, they're pretty, like... They're very touring, right? Yeah, they are, but, man, it's a... F- rad car and be fun for the drive back and uh, we have enough gt roads on our rallies that you could get away with it so i'm gonna go with that yeah. mm-hmm. mm. so, uh, i yeah, think i just the, had yeah. some experience i had we had that euro one for a while and i remember just jumping out of it into the 944 and like feeling feeling like the 944 was the most pure sports car ever which it isn't you know <laughs> it felt like yeah it, like it's very like it well, had like, such sharper re- reflexes in every aspect, right? So, so is 944 your answer? No, no, not even. For this? No way. Um, um, I think the I, easy... I, I was really trying to stay away from E36 M3 because that's like the easiest answer, right? Like, Yeah, uh, it is. But uh, Especially but, that price range. It's, yeah. like, it's like you can get a really good one for that price, and I think you'd, you'd be hard-pressed to find a car you know and then you bring it out there and you're like dude it has zero rust like you know california car yeah you could probably do pretty well with that um, dude gti mark one Ooh, that's a good how about a mark two gti i mean mark two yeah yeah it's those rust GTA. like like a late 16 valve mm-hmm. yeah i i don't know that, that's not really my answer but i don't i don't really have a i don't have a better answer right now okay moving on uh, Big Fat Flip says, thoughts on Ant Anstead's Miata-powered Tipo 184 kit car. So I don't know if people have seen that, but uh, there's a full, pretty cool-looking kit yeah. that starts with the Miata, and then it turns into an open-wheeled uh, pre-war F1 car that, what did he use in his show, Lane? It was a Alpha yeah, he, motor, a Spider motor. So he used an Alfa Romeo Spider motor and transmission. Um, I think in that one, I think it was like a, I want to say it was like an 80s car. Uh, and then he used an MGTC or what was MG? Yeah. Yeah, T- I think you're right. TC think TC. chassis or something. Yeah. Like that. And Real then simple. and then he went and he chopped that thing up to pit bits too. So it was like, uh, and then I forget what he used as like, so did he use the MG's steering and stuff? I forget. But. Yeah, I think he did. But the cool thing was using the Alpha engine, you know, getting the whole Alpha, he's able to use the gauges and, like, repurpose a lot of stuff. Yeah. So uh, first question is, what do you guys think of it? Pretty Uh, affordable. I think it was, like, 7,000 pounds or something for the – Yeah. It came with all the – everything you need except for the drivetrain, right? For what – wait, for ants? Yeah. He didn't use a kit at all. No, no, he's making one. Oh, okay. he's making so, a Miata-based kit on that oh, same idea. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. So yeah, so he made. I know he made that body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's now selling this kit. Oh, I, cool. I want to look up the price. Look at the price for a Miata. That's kind of rad, dude. Yeah, pretty rad. As long as it doesn't look like those like those Corvettes that they try and look like fifty-six fifty-seven Chevys. I know. No, I think they're going full-blown like race car. So. I don't know if that's it's cool. Be so it's going to be on a pan rather than a frame, too. I mean, huh? I I'm going to look it up because I think from what I remember, it's actually going to be you just take the motor out of the Miata and some other bits and pieces and make one of those cars. So I don't think they use the chassis. Depot 184 kit car. 
All right, so would you be down with that? Yeah, I love it. It's super cool. I mean, talk about sense of occasion up the ass, and like you know, it's very as you said, it's pretty inexpensive. I do remember seeing something very. I mean, I want to say even saw it. Like, wasn't it like seven thousand dollars? No, here we go. You're right. It was pounds. Eleven thousand dollars. Turn your Miata into a thirty style Grand Prix racer for less than eleven thousand dollars. And it comes with a tube frame chassis and all the bodywork to make it look like a pre-war open wheel car. I don't think I would ever do it uh, personally, but I would love to drive one. Sounds kind of cool. Um, I'd like to see a few like be built and them running because this is just a picture of the kit, you know, so who knows what's really involved, but it's a cool idea for sure. Um, I'm curious to see that because I'm looking at a picture of it um, and it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight exhaust like... Um, uh, well, that's what he did on his show. It was a four-cylinder. It was fake, though. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah, so it's the same like thing. Four of them are real, and then it split. There's oh, I yeah. see. Same. He just wanted it to look like the original. Kinda. Nice. Yeah, identical. Um, JBSC6 says, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Happy New Year to you. Um, I love when people say Happy New Year without an exclamation point. It's very... Just business, very just just happy new year. Just oh. have yeah, you guys ever got a uh, birthday cake or seen a birthday cake that says happy birthday and like happy birthday art and there's no, no exclamation point? Flat. <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting because so I made these. I did a bunch of cards for people for um, the holidays. Yeah, and sold Lane them. Skelton Designs. And I would say seventy percent didn't put an exclamation point. Ah. Hmm, no enthusiasm. Um, when they when they wrote either my Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or whatever they wrote. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's most, true. the majority of people didn't put it. All right. No, I think that's right. Happy birthday is definitely yeah. more exclamation. So what I'll do is I'll have Lane make some next time or next year for me and I'll do in the, it'll be a robot voice. So it'll be like a mechanical looking font. No exclamation. Whoa. Just like very serious. Happy birthday. You, we have to put in like a little like a little um it has to make the noise then. You know, it has uh, to when you open it, it dude. Yeah, when you open it? Yeah, yeah, it has to have an open. <laughs> That'd be we, have to, we have to do a flip one and mm. it has to like, it has to say it, dude. There That's you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it happen. I was just p- picturing like a, like the digital like Casio LCD font. Remember that from the 80s? Oh, yeah. Like, of course. like, a, like yeah. a calculator? Like that yeah, sort yeah. of, yeah. Uh, Outrun86 says, what are your top three cars that have attended Radwood over the years? This is the hardest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have it's to go very... back pretty. You have to go back pretty far. We have like thousands difficult. of cars. Um, I forget yeah. shows we've had, let alone like cars. I think it was that one um, roached out caravan uh, <laughs> in Detroit. No. Oh, with I'm no just, windows. <laughs> that one. I'm just making something up. So, uh, it's I, so I, best he's saying or most memorable? What's top the three? Place? Your top three. Sheesh. Top three. Um, um, do you okay. go original and uh, like uh, period correct as far as like funky oh, 80s Radwood or do you yeah. go like significant? Yeah. Yeah. I know I, like yeah. 962, oh, uh, 962, the Repsol 962 being towed by the Chevy, pretty freaking yeah. awesome. And yeah. uh, the fact if it was on its own, I wouldn't say that, but you know, it's so awesome. But yeah. The fact that it was towed by this like four door Chevy dually, um, and that so was at the crazy. last Austin show. That that, that was, was amazing. That, yeah, I think that has to be on my list just because it's the first car that comes to mind. Yeah, the first one that came um, to mind to me was the uh, F fifty, the black like daily driver F fifty, and so, uh, same here. And not only because it was like a daily driver, like the dude didn't care, like just put like he was like didn't even buy a royalty fucking ticket. We had yeah. to upgrade them because we wanted them there, but um, it wasn't clean. It wasn't even clean, Dusty. but it was um, black. And I think black is the best color for F fifties. Personally, they're so red. They look it's like his so whole situation Batmobiles. too. He's like, can I show, I'm, I'm not going to be able to be there till eight 30. Cause I have to drop someone off at the airport and pick up my mom or something. You know, it was like, <laughs> like very yeah. like normal mundane kind of like yeah. daily stuff with this car, which made it that much more yeah, rad, that's basically. definitely yeah, okay. up there. Um, I mean, that's three. Do we are we good with that, or do we each pick three? I mean, there's so many well, that's awesome two, cars, right? I mean, well, no, oh, two because uh, lanes is kind of. I'm a combo. counting the the rev as yeah, one car. Uh, yeah, not the truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. 
You know what? One that uh, another one that stands out to me uh, just randomly was. Do you remember at the Peterson there was a Cosworth Sierra like tribute yeah. that was built off of an Exorati? Do you remember oh. it was a black one? Was that the bronze one? Yeah. No, it was black, and it was it was oh. it was on TSW Evo wheels, which were super iconic of the era. But it, it looked just like a real uh, Cosworth Sierra um, that we didn't get right. But it was mm. all up like upgraded to look that way, and it was based off of a little Merker. That's a really cool car, um, and I've seen pictures of it online uh, just randomly. I mean, top that's three. Another huh? one. Uh, well, I was thinking we'd have to take a step back here from being so close to the car, but Matt Farah arriving in the Koenig 962, yeah, which if epic. we didn't know him, if that was just a random person driving up in that car, it'd be insane. Yeah. You know? But the fact that we'd seen the car before and we know Matt and stuff. So well, and we little, scheduled not, the whole thing to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of that for sure. But um, I was just thinking about that. It's kind of like the F50, but a street driven 962 would be way up there. Oh so. yeah. Just a street driven 962. Um, there was That's also, remember name. the, probably the coolest truck uh, out of all of our shows that another memorable one for me is the, um, it was the turbo graphics. Um, it was the it was high surf or not, not high. Is it the surf? I guess not, not, not high surf. High ace. High, high not ace. High ace. I was, in, I'm mixing Hilux with in, surf. In are you talking Philly. about New Jersey? Or? Remember in Philly that it was like a forerunner JDM spec with the yeah. really cool turbo graphics. Um, the, it yes. was like the uh, red, orange, and yellow graphics on a silver uh, forerunner. It was super cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a turbo diesel. Um, that one was, I don't know, just to, it really stands out for me. But yeah. I mean, so You many also get jaded cool by cars. cars like that. I remember in Philly, there was a Audi Quattro with like six lights on the front that was super rad and it was a really good build yeah and then that car also went to new jersey so we almost like know the car too well it's kind of like yeah whatever but seeing that car in the setting at philly it was like pretty awesome like i'm trying to think of cars i got giddy about when i saw you know we're like oh my god citron rally car oh we had two of those I know. Oh, we, um, freaking the uh, AMG Hammer six liter wagon W124. Yes. Remember Insane. that? Insane. So good. Yeah. It's I like uh, you can just take every best in show race. winner, right? Well, there were some other ones. Like, I mean, the Duracell um, Camaro race car was insane. The number 33 Duracell um, liveried. Um, I don't know what series. I don't know if it was an IMSA car, but you guys know what I'm talking about? The one that was at NorCal? Yeah, of course. That, um, yeah, at uh, San Francisco. It was brought by the, the dudes at, um, at the Sunglasses. Heat, heat Wave, right? Yeah, it was heat a Trans Am car, right, from that series, but super cool car. I mean, yeah. like, oh. such an iconic car. So the year before, the first, the second Radwood NorCal show, um, the Metro, dude, stands out. Metro stands out. In my mind, you know, at yeah. least it's like, the thing it's a car that we i feel like i use it as a barometer a lot or to explain to people like what radwood is yeah um you're like a geo metro can be sitting next to a ferrari f50 right because those cars were opposite of one another Mm -hmm. and uh the metro had like gold daytons and it was all done up and yeah that thing definitely stood out yeah Uh, it was great and and it won like best american car or something controversially My name is Warren. I am Lane. And we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving Wall Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. Uh, you kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, they even have some kind of hard-to-find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K trucks, like the uh, trucks that Warren and I drove on the recent Round Cat Rally um, where we drove some Honda Acties, and they have a little uh, Warren search Mitsubishi and found a little Mitsubishi K truck dump truck actually we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world and these guys have a mobile app um 100 online auctions uh, once you get signed up it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles jump right into auctions you can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle which is super useful 
Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know, what's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts and, and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even, no damage at all, really. But uh, right, yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So, what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So, check out Copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. Let's see here. Uh, Pedal Commute says, hey, your cat dilemma solution. I think he's talking to me. Place paper bags on your car and have orange slices on the bags. Cats hate citrus. Uh, I've never heard that before. Hmm. Seems like you'd have a lot of citrus um, cat sprays to like get them off furniture and stuff. I've never noticed. But thank you, Pedal Commute. Appreciate it. I don't know if I feel as great about having orange slices on my car either because if... I don't know. <laughs> Rotten fruit. <laughs> well, uh, almost like dry. The... What about dry, like um, skins? Like, would that do it? You think? Oh, oh, maybe. Yeah, just like dried, like preserved pieces. Yeah. What if they just eat it all? Potpourri. My cats would just eat it. Or citrus um, potpourri. Jay Palau thirteen says Ford Flex hot or not? Hot. Woo-hoo-wee. I like them. You like them? Yeah. They, I think it's a cool design. They're very comfortable. They actually drive pretty well. Uh, oh, we had one at Radwood somewhere. Austin, we well. rented one. Art drove it all the time, and I got car sick in the back, dude. Because it was so the long. The only time I got car sick <laughs> oh, in my yeah. life was in the back seat of that car, because the thing like wallowed around so much. Yeah, it was. It like, also, I remember it had like sixty thousand miles for rental car, which is like five hundred thousand in normal. It wore well though, right? Like it, it wasn't falling here. apart. Yeah, I'd say minus points for the interior. Uh, it, they do look cool. They look kind of gangster, and I could see putting the right wheels and and stance and all that would be doable. But once you have to get inside of it and drive it, I'm, I'm no, yeah, I'm I don't the think not. they're horrible. I mean, it's a cheap they're alternative. Fine. It's a, yeah. you know, it's like a, a good, I think it's good for at what it does. And it kind of, it does differentiate itself in the market by looking different than other things. And I kind of do like dig the slab sided look and I do know, too. The, the yeah. Look. I think visually they, they're a, a yes. Very spacious interior yeah. too, right? How we had a lot of people in it. Yeah, yeah and, not bad and, at all. And a lot of vanish. Yep. Third seat uh, was better than the short wheelbase Escalade, for sure. Absolutely. Franco GT1 says, pick one mod that you would undo from each other's DWA cars. Oh. Can I undo the first Volvo purchase for Brian? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a modification. Um, I don't know about this stuff because Art doesn't have that many mods on his car, so what would I undo on Art's car? Uh... Does he have any mods? I don't know. Do you? Do you have uh, any mods, Warren? It's got Bilstein Sports. Yeah. It's got um, H&R oh, yeah, Springs. Springs. It has um, uh, Condor has? Speed Shop Shift Knob, uh, Momo Prototipo oh, Steering Wheel. Oh, oh you won. I think you, I know which one you'll undo. Uh, the Condor. Suede Shift Boot. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll undo that. I'll undo that. But your your Shift Knob is plastic, right? Yeah, it's it's weighted, but it's plastic on the outside, yeah. Sir, we didn't talk about weight. We were just talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want people thinking that I'm rocking a hollow, chintzy, <laughs> lightweight shift knob here. I'm like a factory BMW knob. Yeah, like a factory like the worst BMW feeling knob. thing ever. Exactly. 
But yeah, like, as, yeah, no. uh, but uh, Warren would say that the engineers just knew what they were doing and they had it. And they right. always fall off mean? after like ten thousand miles. Exactly. Yeah, you got to glue them. There's a special fit. BMW BMW glue you have to get. You put Honda Bond on them, which is kind of ironic. Right? <laughs> um, um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So uh, I'm definitely the most modded guy. Yeah, you got all kinds yeah. of shit going on. Um, in term, all right, Lane, oh, Lane's man. car. Um, what the hell did I change? Oh. Now with your new seats, I'm like, I don't really know. Me and my, hmm. uh, me and my lack of like door pockets, because that's kind of annoying me. Yeah, right that, now. Mm. that'd be yeah, that'd be nice actually. Or I'm even actually like, gonna, uh, I'm gonna add those back. <laughs> what about I like can. a little uh, armrest on the door? Yeah, well, that's what I'm adding back. Yeah, right. The mm. pocket has an armrest, and the armrest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, call. that's my that's my mod. And, oh, and then uh, so, and then while Warren's undo, there's really not not much to undo there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, on Brian's, I would undo his uh, white wall tires. Oh, good call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I I don't know, man. I'll I don't I don't know. Maybe we'll get into it with Brian, but like. I really think the it just makes those look like he has seventeen inch wheels, dude. It's just like the wrong look. Yeah, it I'm lo- surprised the, he likes it. it. It looks like a it looks the like opposite of like big sidewall, right? Because it like cuts mm. down from the black. Yeah, right. it extends the, the wheel for sure, right? Yeah, like extends visually. the wheel, dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get. I'm sure we'll definitely talk about that on the Sunday edition with the old Brian. Uh, so what are you undoing, Art on lanes? Um, I, I, I agree on the pocket. That's a good call. Yeah. I'm a pocket oh, guy. Oh, on Warren's? I'm, dude, I'm like doing a permanent fix to those mud flaps or I'm ripping oh. those fuckers off, dude. But is Ooh, that an undoing though? Or oh, you're undoing the, the plate, the clip. I'm undoing is like paper clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing a real, like a, I'm doing a hard mount, dude. Yeah. Oof. I'm doing a, like whether that, like I'll make a clamp, dude, with a mm-hmm. bolt and a nut and I'll dude, just let's make it. bust what it out, got? dude. Okay. I have okay. a 3D. Uh, my kids have 3D pens now. I'll use those to make <laughs> some shit. Strong as ice. Yeah. That's a good call, Lane. Yeah, just like a clamp with a bolt through it. Like the new. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Two pieces of metal with a hole and a, and a bolt and a nut, dude. Yeah. Warren's like, yeah, make it, please. Yeah. Let's see it. Uh, we're going to re engineer those mud flaps. Don't you worry. Make them happen. Yeah. Um, SC3278 says ultimate 17 commuter. Uh, what do you got? So cost, reliability, fun factor, comfort, and weather factor. So I guess kind of an all-arounder, not too expensive. What's your ultimate Highway 17 commuter? I think Lane already had it, right? Golf GTI and a Mark 7 GTI? I think so, too. Dude, and it's funny. It is the best all-around car you could buy. I know. And so this is the funny part. I know who SC3278 is. My buddy, Sean. What's up, Sean? Oh. Uh, he has a Golf R. <laughs> oh, dude, that is even better, especially for weather, right? <laughs> I know. A, that you is win. kind of the ultimate move there. Yep. You want it. Um, Long Dave Long says, uh, fuck, Mary kill. Meaty sidewalls, non-specific weighted shift knob, <laughs> rare period factory option. So sidewalls, shift knob, factory option. Gosh, I am going to marry meaty sidewalls. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's where I'm at. That's all That's all I know right now. What mm. is a meaty sidewall? Yes, Lane, yes. Um, I think BF Goodrich uh, radial TAs would be beyond meat. That's no, like, so, no, so no, no, no. What's the ratio aspect kind of ratio? Thing? Is 50? Or, or, I, uh, I think it depends on the car. I it think it does. depends on So the, does my car have meaty sidewalls? Meaty, Meteor than most. It's a 50, 50 series, right? series tires. Yeah. Yeah. Or is that considered meaty now? It is, huh? Now it is. Kind of yeah. is. Uh, even 45s Kinda can is. look meaty. Like with a, a wide, like a, no, a wide 45 series tire can look meaty. Um, but yeah, it's a weird I think, thing. I think 997 GT cars have meaty sidewalls. A, lo- a lot of them. Mm. And they're probably a 45 or something. 40. It's probably a 35. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to what they have now, it's more, it's more the the, uh, the width and the shape, right? Like so, it's, it's the it, like it's the bump, it's the yeah, it's the con- how rounded. It's the fact that they don't like um, stretch. It's the opposite of what's a stretch, basically, right? Yeah, <clears throat> called meat. So, 
so basically, I like two of these things, and I and I, oh, or I get to keep two of these, and I and I get to kill one. Well, mm-hmm. well, I I always thought that the fuck was like a one time thing. Am I imagining this wrong? Yeah, like, you're right. So it doesn't really work in this situation. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think outside. You, you get to fuck a sidewall and then just leave it. You get to drive it once. <laughs> fuck a sidewall. Um. Uh, shit. I'm gonna marry the shift knob. I'll fuck the sidewall, Whoa. and then uh, <laughs> and then I'll whatever. That's so heavy. Kill the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is so heavy, dude. Because right. I so mean, heavy? The, the reason being is that. Um, I think Warren is equating like drivability and comfort and all that with the size of the sidewall. And again, it's yeah. media and media subjective. So like, I don't want a balloon like Warren likes. I like meat. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice some, some sidewall for performance and for aesthetic reasons. And then I'll make up for it on the suspension side. That's my dude. I've driven a Honda civic type bar. I know cars can ride well with 20 inch wheels and no tires. So 30 series tires on that. Yeah. And it's very smooth ride. What you got, fucker? <laughs> what, what was the third thing? So it's sidewall shift knob, and what's the other one? Uh, period. Rear period factory option. I think that's a pretty cool thing, dude. I'll marry that one. All right. Yeah, um, me too. Or I'm going to oh, fuck that. <laughs> I'll marry that one. I'm going to F that. <laughs> dude, I'm kind of with you because I don't know what a sidewall is. Dude, but uh, I need a fucking little side. No, I'll I'll uh, fuck a sidewall, I guess, <laughs> and I'll uh, kill a shift knob. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just love how like this shit out of context for like non-car people. Like, imagine like your wife walking by right now. Like, what are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is the weirdest podcast ever. All right, Mister. It will work out. Says, have you thought about planning a grand sport rally? Less technical roads. Uh, I'm. Frankly, I'm a little offended by this question. So he's talking road would, trip. Is this is that what this? I don't. I don't know. What is he talking about? A caravan or long caravan? Maybe just more sweeping high speed roads. I know why. I think he bought a an SL65 or a CL65 mm. um, recently. Yeah, CL. So he's probably looking for a car for that, which I, or a road for that. I don't blame him. That that's a rad option, but yeah. I don't think we can do just all GT. I mean, that's like these other uh, rallies that we see once in a while that are will not be named here on the DWA With podcast. Like 80% <laughs> highway driving. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I, you've probably seen the ads. If you listen to this podcast and on your Instagram, you're probably in the same demo of these ads that come through for these exotic rallies. And man, do they look fun. <laughs> like 300 Vegas, miles of freeway. <laughs> Vegas to Phoenix. You're like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I say no, Bob, on this one. Nah. But we always have good, you know, grand touring roads on all of our rallies, including uh, to and from the start or finish uh, of said rally. You can mm-hmm. choose your own adventure. It turns into its own trip in itself. So, Or, or you can, uh, I mean, he can hit us up and we could recommend such routes. To wait, the what kind of car does right he right? have? What's, what's the deal here? Well, he's got that Scirocco that came on uh rally from him South, the, you know, wide body fender. Oh, the red oh, one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, reddish yeah. one. But he bought a 2005 ish CL 65 oh, might yeah. be older. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm sure it needs some some love. Oh, so he but. wants to do like a old man rally or something? Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say it because I'm sure Croc is listening, but I was going to say maybe when we're 70-ish, we'll do it. <laughs> but Croc's like, fuck that. <laughs> I know, but he's not. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, he's the uh, exception. I think that's like your, uh, yeah, you got to find a Arizona rally or something or go do the go do that race that you did, Warren. Yeah. Silver State. Silver State. Go check it out. All right, speaking of the old Croc dog, Croc GT4 says, time to replace the rear tires on his car for the 10th time. How many new Instagram followers should I expect for a classic Bad Rabbit Habit donut session? Uh, Greater or less than 50? I could see that being picked up by... uh, I'd say more than 50, right? Yeah, I'd say more than 50. And and especially if we share it, um, I I actually commented on that. I was offended that... um, Bad Rabbit Habit credited Hoonigan reposting one of his donut videos and him getting thousands of uh, 
of followers, and we've been resharing his shit and posting pictures of his car for years. And uh, I remember yeah, but when our, he had, ours didn't do anything. It didn't get him any. I remember when he had like. 600 followers lane and oh uh, shoot i remember when he was nothing (laughs) no one respected him uh but then we posted pictures of his car we shared him and said he's a cool guy and then he hung out with us and it rubbed off right that's what i'm saying i'm I'm being Uh, i'm being um pompous now but um i think the real question here croc is are those the followers you really want yeah, don't you want yeah good I think so. point, Warren. So. But don't you want the Instagram models? And aren't you going for that? So you need to do more bikini shots. You got to do more sniffing your nails. That's a good one I see a lot. Wait, bikini um, shots? of hi- Oh, him, not models yeah. with his car. Okay, because I'm like, dude, no. if he's trying to attract the models, you don't want to post the models. You're attracting oh, the no. opposite. I just see a lot of people who wear bikinis. It's probably mostly women have a lot of followers. <laughs> yeah. It helps so, to have large anyways, boobs. To, yeah, so that's so, another thing. Well, if you want to get some, get into that, get yourself some. Something to think about. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Croc do a donut in that car or wear a bikini. Yeah, two truths or right sniff there. his nails. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say over fifty is my guess on that one. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, Cal Speed says. My daily driven occasional track toy was just keyed. It's a 997 Turbo. I'm really upset, but it's a daily driven car and there's jerks out there. Uh, It was keyed on the rear fender below the quarter window. Yikes. At what point do you guys just say, fuck it, polish it, and get on with life? I think I'm there. I would I would just touch it up. I mean, that's a bummer, by the way. Sorry to hear that. That's really frustrating. But um, you can touch it up and get a very long, very far with that. I had the same problem uh, with my 993. It happened in San Francisco. Someone keyed my door. And um, I touched it up yeah. and had Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing uh, color sand and buff it out. And it was very difficult to see. You had to really like look for it. So you can get pretty far with it. It depends on the color. Of course, I don't know what color his 997 is, but, um, that would be my angle. I wouldn't just leave it. I would, I would try to touch it up and and buff it out. Yeah. I, I'm, I, for some reason I always picture a 997 turbo as being silver and that is a tough color Mm -hmm. to do that with. Uh, yeah, it's also exactly. a co- tough color to have like a body panel painted and not have it stand out. Exactly, as, like, repainted, it always mismatched. So because your metal flake is different sizes and all these things, right? And then little tints of you know lighter or darker. Uh, but yeah, I think you can go a long way with just some some good touch up paint and a color sand above. Yeah, I think that's that's it. I wouldn't say fuck it. Oh, but, it's uh, black. He could totally pull it off. I just looked his his, his Instagram. Yeah, just that it does out. suck. But uh, yeah, 97 turbos, that's a rad car. So Polish it. Polish it. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Some good questions uh, today. So many. I'm just trying to. All I right, know a lot of like new stuff. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of times we get repeats and stuff. I know. Um, Bad Rabbit Habit says, tell me if this vehicle exists. Rear wheel drive, hatch or wagon, sub 3,000 pounds, around 200 horsepower, rad, and $10,000 budget. Hatchback rear wheel drive. Just right there, I'm like. Or wagon. Or wagon. Sub 3,000 pounds. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Nothing exists. Yeah. That's if you take that filter out. E so E thirty wagon, but those are a lot of those are the little tiny engines. And, and over you're never ten grand, two hundred horsepower, you're getting one hundred and sixty at the most, right? And that's the U.S. spec. Yeah, swapped, but then you're still not a ten thousand dollars for a swapped E thirty wagon. No like, way, it's going to be more than that. Yeah. What is the um? Uh, what about um? How much does a W one twenty four wagon weigh? And heavy as ice. Yeah. Uh, and I don't yeah, yeah like a Volvo I don't know 740 right. turbo that's under that that's what I mean, about that's, a uh, what about a tuned what about a tuned $10,000 Datsun station wagon like a 510 yeah that's not Ten. tuned dude that's a fucking Rebello built motor yeah, it's 200 that's, horsepower yeah that's like insane a fif- that's a $15,000 motor yeah you're right yeah. how about just don't people just drop in like modern engines in those uh you can put a 
like yeah. an RBE or something, I guess. Yeah, SR20, you can do a K24. Yeah. But, but SR is not going to, I mean, 200 is hard to get out of an SR, right? No, you're, if it's a yeah. turbo. Um, if yeah, it's I not, know, but then you got to go to turbo. Yeah. He's not afraid of turbos, I, I have a feeling. Yep. That's a pretty common swap, though, the SR20DT. That was like maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago. It was pretty common. So, so there you go. Rear wheel drive wagon, under 3,000 pounds, 200 horsepower, rad. By the way, a Datsun 510 wagon in good shape under 10 grand. <laughs> no way. That's the thing is you're so out right away. Hard. And does Rad and is Rad is he talking about Radwood era? Is it an 80s and yeah, 90s car? Yeah, he is. So yeah. that doesn't work. Uh, then that's out too. So he he's got a Volkswagen Fox and I think he's going to make By the it way, rear it's wheel, front drive. wheel drive. He's going to make it rear wheel drive cuz yeah. yeah, all his, his homies do it. Um yeah, dude, that's that's a rare rare bird for sure. Um Yeah. Yeah. I love the Fox, though. My buddy DP had a Fox DJ DP. That was Obvious. his freaking car, his DJ mo- mobile. A lot of good times in a Volkswagen Fox. So I highly support it. Highly support it. Um, Taya Espanol says, most memorable, successful roadside repair that got you back on the road. Paper clips used as ignition rotors are bonus points. Well, I got a story for you. <laughs> I'm sure he's alluding Our, to the actual one, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I think I've said this before. My 71 2002 left front caliper seized, uh, and I uh, stopped it. It was like smoking. It was completely fucked. Like there was the brake pad was on fire, basically. Um, I used the um, suicide jack that comes in the trunk of those cars, which is a really, really sketchy um, thing. Uh, pulled the wheel off, and... Um, what I decided to do is I had some tools in the back. So I actually pulled the caliper off and, um, I walked around the area (laughs) and I found super lucky, like a piece of wire. And, um, and I tied the caliper to the spring to the front left spring and I put the wheel back on and I had enough clearance. I tucked it up in there and I got home and that was probably the, Oh, you just had one break, just one one front, yeah, front right break. And, um, and, uh, by the way, the pistons came out of the caliper too, which is pretty sweet. So, um, it was a complete shit show. Yeah. But, uh, but I was about maybe about a mile and a half from home. So it wasn't too bad. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Used my e-brake a lot to get home. The only one I was going to say is I don't really know if it applies to racing, but our 944 got rear-ended at Thunderhill, and the muffler was about to fall. The complete exhaust system was on the ground dragging, and it was about to fall off. We pulled it into the pits, and we're like, what the fuck do we do? We didn't really have much like to really use in our pits, and you always feel like you're in a big rush during those moments, even though it's a long race, but you're like, fuck, frantic. A guy just walks up and hands us a piece of metal strapping that we just put under the muffler, two like sheet metal screws, cut the ends off, and like sent the car right back out. It nice. was crazy. The lemons miracle. Oh, so yes. a better lemons miracle was when uh, we broke the front strut completely, and uh, we basically welded it up solid, so we had no shock in the front. That's a good one. That was pretty insane, <laughs> but not really roadside. My best roadside repair was. Um, it's not very or anything but i had a volvo 850 turbo wagon and the heater core went out on the way down to lake nasiameno uh so i just had a piece of i got a piece of hose and bypassed the heater core you know everyone's done it right? is this but, the same car uh, that, that that may or may not have been left on the side of the road and have someone bought it while it was on the side of the road uh, somehow mis- mysteriously <laughs> that's the exact same car <laughs> yep um, Roshman says, have any of you ever loved a car that other people wouldn't understand why you love? I have my 2014 Honda Accord with manual transmission and I love it. I've owned it for about four years and I don't think I will ever sell it. But I think when people see I obsess over a Honda Accord, they kind of laugh. I think you're probably right. That's a cool car. That is a cool car. Yeah. It's, it's a, a sport, coupe. right? Is it a coupe or a... No, it's a sedan, sedan. but I think it's a sport. Maybe it has a manual. I'm not sure. But, he did. Yeah, just yeah, a, manual. a manual. But that is a good, yeah, yeah. a great design, that model. I'm yeah, a fan. Those are the, yeah. It's be, before the new one where they got ugly. Well, crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think all... I, I mean, saying. It depends, right? Because for like non-car people, it's really any car really, right? Like, I mean, like my neighbor was like really curious as to why I was interested in an old black little porsche thing that he had no idea you know what, what the hell it was and I, I explained what the 924 s was and all that kind of shit you know and he's like okay 
<laughs> like, uh, but I guess an Accord seems pretty mundane, right? But it's it is a sport. It's a manual, and it's a good looking car. Um, and it's all about feeling, right? Like how that car makes you feel. So, uh, I feel you, dude. Yeah, I remember. Um, you know, when you first get your driver's license and stuff, it's like I would have taken anything and loved it. <laughs> you know, like any car I got would have been yeah. like my car and that would have been something I like you, you probably like loved. Right. Uh, and you know, I had a little shitty Volkswagen rabbit, which, uh, had 70 horsepower and I loved that car, but you know, most people would be like, Oh, that's a little piece of shit. You know, 15, 18 year old Volkswagen rabbit. You know? mm. so. Right. Right. I hear you. I hear you. I actually, you um, know what th- this reminds me like, I, this is sort of a weird thing. I don't know. This is sort of a, a, like, um, what do you call it? It's a fantasy almost. Right. But like, I kind of want a V6 coupe Camry, you know, like that, like a 93 or a 94, (laughs) you know, like those are so cool to me. And again, talk about a a weird, obscure car that is like, maybe like interesting. You know, we talked about that on like the last episode, right? Yeah, I know. We talked about it recently. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, but we dig them, right? Like we, we, we understand that they're super rare and and kind of a a cool package of a car, right? Uh, It's the, the V30 chassis for people that are thinking you can look that up, but yeah, it's the, the, the two door is a a cool car. Um, They're really good. I think they're good looking too. They're very clean. Yeah. Like minimalist stick design, you know, Definitely. Yeah, it's always, I think I have these feelings about cars that I was either I owned or my friends owned, spent a lot of time in. So if I see like a Mazda MPV, you know, mm-hmm. I know that yeah. my buddy Chewin was rocking one of those and we were driving around in it for days. Um, little Sentras, stuff like that. I just, yeah, it's always like funky little cars that you have a some sort of an attachment to. Something like And I that. know, like, it happens a lot more with like, with me, I've had that with like knowing girls that had cars that aren't necessarily into cars, and they like love their little car, right? Whatever it is, yeah, like exactly you know, their little shitty Sentra or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, Honda Accord or something like that. Um, yeah, you you definitely there's an attachment to a thing like that for sure. Uh, Yeti Overland says, "What are your New Year's automotive uh, automotive resolutions, and will art?" K-swap or go through five more cars after the COVID vaccine is readily available. Ooh. Oh, so he's implying that you're trapped with the E30 right now. You can't go shucking and jiving. Oh, yeah. No no, no in-person interactions, right? So <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd find a way around that if you were in the market. Yeah, if, if I was really feverish. You'd ship it directly to Kevin at AutoWorks Detailing. Yeah. He, he bought would do the, this car during COVID. That's oh, right. that's and right. And it was towed to my house. It, no, no, no in-person interaction. Yeah. You're right. That's, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Um, so what's up, Art? I'm all in on the K24 stuff. I, I'm totally for it. I really, okay. really want to do it. Like NSX all in or 993 all in? Which one? Uh, more like 993 because <laughs> 993 I had for two and a half years. It's the car I've owned longest in my life. Okay. Well, we're rapidly approaching the one-year mark. I don't <laughs> know. When did you get that car? I can't I don't, remember. I don't remember. In June, maybe? Is it that recent? Yeah, shit. It's funny. It feels like a long time ago, but I think just the world is like that right now. Uh, Chromium Elephant says, my 944S engine blew up, debating with going electric. However, it would be three to four times the cost of a replacement motor. So, electric 944 rad or sad? Um, what about the 1.8T instead? Do the Volkswagen... Uh, yeah, or do the... like. People have been suggesting the Volkswagen five cylinder. Yeah, I'm way more into that. Keep it sporty, right? Like the keep it give it a sports car sort of vibe. Yeah. That seems like it'd be maybe cheaper than a nine forty four S replacement engine. Yeah, dude. The dual overhead cam engine. Yeah, that's although a you can probably find one at a junkyard. Really still? Dang, I don't Those know. Those are just like at junkyards. I don't know though. They're they are pretty rare. Yeah. I think you're gonna be cheaper finding a fucking Audi Volkswagen engine for sure. Oh, right. for sure for that. But I'm just wondering if the whole swap. Yeah, yeah. How much? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. So cheap motor, but you're doing a hell of a lot more work. But but yeah. then you have the opportunity, like if you want to do a, 
Yeah, dude, there's so much opportunity with like a 1.8 T or something. Like, totally. And you can get like you can get those engines all day long, right? So yeah, they were a mass market engine. So and I have no I, idea I would, what I would go electric. that way. I think it's a cool. I think you have an opportunity here. Yeah, and but what's an I electric conversion cost? That's got to be bang, dude. He said crazy, like, right? Yeah, yeah. It's probably at least twenty grand. You're getting like this shitty little, little. You know, you're not getting the good Tesla shit or whatever. Um, right. I don't know. I don't think that's a good car to electrify. Yeah, yeah I think I agree. I would electrify like a big, cushy Jaguar or like a. I don't know. Something no, more. Jaguar is the perfect answer because you're getting rid of all the Lucas shit and yeah. Yeah. And, crazy and small And it's not equipment. about the performance. It's like, yeah. or a, a Citroen or something like, I don't know, something, something, something more complicated like that is, that is expensive to keep on the road and that is more wafty, right? Like that. Yeah. Damn. Get. It's crazy. A Citroen for SM. Batteries. Dude, a Citroen SM would be such a rad so electric car. Good. Yeah. It's already Jesus. a spaceship, right? Then you're adding that. Exactly. It's like it should have been electric to start with. Yeah. Um, I think we got time for one more. What do you think? Over it. Yeah. Unamas. Uh, Bobby Reed with the cars says, "What rad era sports car or GT car would most benefit from a 500 pound weight reduction?" I have an answer. Go immediately. 300ZX twin turbo. Oh, good uh, choice. That's a great answer. They weigh almost 3,600 pounds, dude. They're like 35-something. Take 500 off of that. So rad. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a really good one. How about Supra? Originally a Mark IV Supra. Mark IV Supra. God, that's another good one. Whoa. That would be really cool. Uh, I'm going to say R129 Mercedes-Benz SL. Ooh, yeah. What do they weigh? Weigh insane amounts. You don't even want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. They're so heavy. They're so heavy. <laughs> I've been looking into this. They're really heavy. 4,000 560 SEL? Or 560 SL, rather? They didn't make uh, 560. I was thinking R129. So oh, 129. Sorry, I was thinking R107. Um, yeah. R129 is a Although good Although that would be good. That that might even be better. That's what to, I was thinking because it's just kind of more small, nimble, kind of more sports car-like, right? Uh, it would like turn it Euro? into a sports car, like from a... Because they are sports car size, right? And R107. Yeah, they're trying. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Euro... R107 uh, in a great color with uh, killer bunts, lowered stance. 500 SL. Minus 500. Yeah, there you go. Pounds. That would be good. You still have, like, really poor, like, slow steering. And, and the like, suspension's sketchy suspension in the back. And, and, uh, <laughs> you have to, like, re-engineer the car, basically. Yeah. Yep. But it would be worth it at that point. I would say something like an SEC, but I just don't think that's going to benefit as much. Nah. It's still yeah, why? Be a, why? Big, that's a cruiser, right? dude. It's like, no. why? Yeah. But if you're on that borderline of making this sports car, like you're trying to convince people it's a GT, mm-hmm. something like an 8 Series BMW or something, that's almost too big as well. You're still just big, I mean, the car. reality is, how about, like, this is a dream world, right? So why aren't we just picking, like, a fucking 911 and being like, dude, make it 500 pounds lighter? Yeah, or a Miata. Like, you know, yeah, like the lighter cars, <laughs> and yeah, or a Lotus Elise. Yeah, right. I well, want I it to be thirteen hundred yeah. pounds, dude. I guess the it well, be benefit most is the thing, right? Because like, like it would. I think your answer with the, the three hundred ZX, uh, the Nissan is a great answer, or a three thousand GT VR four or something. That's, that's a good one, you know. dude. Actually, real supposed quick, to be. Yeah, real quick. Um, like somebody on I th- I don't know if it was last week, but it was one of the questions was like what car do you wish was uh, like homologated like for racing? And yeah. then they offered like a, a homologated special, like for, for consumers. And I thought three, 3000 GT VR four, like that car, like as a lighter, like super sleek kind of sporty looking car, like, cause it, maybe it's like so, a wide body. Yeah. Cause it's so freaking heavy. Right. Like that's what makes it like such a bummer. But I mean, if I it was like a leaner car, they probably that, weigh like 3,800 pounds or something. Right. Yeah. 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 I can't remember exactly, but I know all wheel drive. Complex, yeah, and complex they had, like, the, heavy car. They had the uh, arrow and stuff with motors that brought down the front lip and all those crazy yep. active yeah. arrow. They're really cool cars. I mean, yeah. the, especially that first. I love the first generation, and the interiors are cool. They have a really cool climate control, and yeah, I don't like the final one. Oh, with the, the final one. So I saw a stealth the other day and I was like, damn, that thing is cool. Like, <laughs> like a, I just can never yeah. get behind the stealth. I was always, I'm on I'm team down. Mitsubishi. I am, I, I am a Mighty Max owner. So I guess that 
uh, makes sense to most not, of the Not listeners, a Ram 50 for you then? No, no. Yeah, exactly. I would never go Ram 50. It's like, The Mitsubishi always had a little more detail. Like it looked, looked a little more refined to me where the stealth. It was something about like the, the way the fenders sloped in it's like hard to explain the fender openings well the stealth is uh, is the the main differentiating thing where the headlights and the rear spoiler so the rear spoiler is totally different like it's like it's up in the yeah it's a smaller kind of like almost i don't even know if it's not window mounted but it's like you know it's a totally it's different a weird, design. yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i'm on team mitsubishi here yeah. what can i say all right that's podcast all right later see ya happy new year oh happy new year happy new happy years new too. years <laughs> all the years have a have a good New Year's. I think that's why I say it because if you say, "What are you doing for What are you doing for New Year?" New it Year's sounds weird. You say, "What are you doing for New Year's?" Which means New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Mm. That's it. That makes that's sense. Short if you for. say, "What are yeah. you doing for New Year's?" And it it would be weird if you're like, "Hey, what are you doing for New Year?" Yeah, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. It's not something you would say, say Warren. Thank yeah. you. But you also wouldn't say Happy New Year's. so if you have yeah you're bringing in the happy don't make it new year's yeah Yeah. happy new year oh unless you're at a new year's eve party you're like happy new year's eve eve (laughs) or how about new year's day is that thing new year's happy new year's day eve six that's definitely a thing it's not new year day not new year day (laughs) happy new year day oh fuck and is it Times Square or Times Square? Oh, it's oh shit! I actually I don't know. Or is it Times Plural. Square? It's Time. Times Square. Times. Is square, it? I think. Times. Oh, I, I thought think so. it was like I was just thinking it was like named out of her Time magazine or something. <laughs> oh, Times. Oh, it's like his po- square. Oh, like possessive. Yeah. yeah Times apostrophe square. s. <laughs> now, if you say it faster, does it help, Lane? Times Square. Well, it's it's <laughs> Time, right? Or is it Times? <laughs> Yes, exactly. Double S? S. I wonder if it, is it, is it named after the New York Times? Does anyone know? That's... All right. That's a podcast. recommend with one star on the bottom (laughs) patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome do you enjoy the dwa podcast give us a little love and support us on patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive patreon podcast exclusive stickers koozies and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.